Welcome. You're listening to the Sentinel Speakeasy, the official podcast of the Sydney Sentinel, the independent progressive voice of Sydney, located at sydneysentinel.com.au. I'm Travis DeJonk, Features Editor and Producer of the Sentinel Speakeasy. And I'm Peter Hackney, the Editor-in-Chief of the Sentinel. And we're your hosts for the next half hour of news, current affairs and discussion relating to Sydney. In this episode, we're taking a look at the latest headlines. Uh, We're also speaking to our very own youth editor, Corin Shearston, about his role. And I check back in with Aussie comedy and cabaret star Mark Trevorrow, also known as Bob Down, about his fabulous new show. But first, let's take a look at the top headlines from sydneysentinel.com.au. Restrictions imposed on Greater Sydney following two locally acquired COVID cases last week have been extended, despite no further local cases being recorded. Imposed last Thursday, the restrictions, which include strict limits to household guests and visitors to aged care, and no vertical consumption, dancing or singing allowed in bars, was meant to end on Monday the 10th of May, but will now continue through till 12.01am on Monday the 17th of May, with one notable amendment. Masks are no longer mandatory for shoppers and retail outlets, although they will remain recommended. The restrictions apply to the entire Greater Sydney area, including the Blue Mountains, Central Coast and Wollongong. New South Wales authorities stated that they believe that there is at least one undiagnosed community case of COVID relating to the two cases confirmed last week who have the contagious Indian variant. While genomic sequencing linked the couple's infection to a return US traveller quarantined at Darling Harbour last month, it is unclear how the virus jumped from the traveller onto the two cases infected. Taking a cautious approach, New South Wales Premier Gladys Berejiklian said a missing link in contact tracing meant that there is still a risk of a super-spreading event. New South Wales Health continues to urge everyone in New South Wales with even the mildest of symptoms, such as a headache, fatigue, cough, sore throat or runny nose, to come forward immediately for testing and then to isolate until they receive a negative result. For more information on this COVID-19 restrictions and testing in New South Wales, check out the full story at sydneysentinel.com.au. The New South Wales police officer who was filmed slamming an Aboriginal teenager face first into the ground in Surrey Hills last June has been charged with two counts of assault 11 months after the incident. New South Wales Police released a statement on the 4th of May confirming the constable was to answer charges of assault occasioning actual bodily harm and common assault and that the officer's ongoing employment was under review. The constable from Surrey Hills Command was filmed with a mobile phone in June 2020 reacting violently to back chat from a 16-year-old Aboriginal youth. The resulting exchange ended with the officer kicking the boy's feet out from under him, causing the victim to land face first on a brick footpath. After being taken to St Vincent's Hospital, the boy was found to have sustained chipped teeth, cuts to his knee, face and elbow, and a bruised shoulder. The state's highest ranking police officer, Police Commissioner Mick Fuller, insisted the constable's actions were justified because he was having a bad day. Lawyer George Newhouse, founder of the National Justice Project Human Rights Legal Service, said the family of the victim wanted charges to be laid against the officer and not an opaque, biased process of police investigating themselves. Kelly Warner, CEO of Aboriginal Legal Service New South Wales and ACT, welcomed the step, saying there could be no justice without accountability and reiterating that police should be subject to the same laws that apply to the community. The officer is due to appear before Downing Centre Local Court on Thursday, the 24th of June. 
Sydney Sentinel's art and entertainment editor, Rita Bradovich, has spoken with the Dean of Sydney Conservatorium of Music, Anna Reid, about Women in Music, a dynamic program that features female students, graduates and teachers, ranging from beginners to established artists. That's challenging the dominating boys club amongst musicians. A critical counterpoint, the event provides a rare, unique space for women to perform to and network with prominent businesswomen. Women in Music continues till the International Make Music Day on Monday, the 21st of June. And those are the top headlines from the Sydney Sentinel. For more news, as well as a huge range of arts and entertainment content, feature articles, interviews, opinion, and queer, vegan, and youth content, visit sydneysentinel.com.au. And you can also find us on Facebook at The Sydney Sentinel, on Instagram at Sydney underscore Sentinel, and on Twitter at Sydney underscore Sentinel. Well, as usual, it's a huge week of news and content on The Sentinel. And to top all that off, I noticed there's a whole heap of new reviews and features on exciting artists and shows and things to do in Sydney at the moment. So even though we're in autumn, it, it, it looks like there's so much on in Sydney that we can actually go out and get stuck in. We can, albeit in, in a restricted way, Indeed. because as as, um, as you mentioned, we have a, a further week of COVID restrictions. But look, they're not too bad. They're mainly just around wearing masks in certain venues. And um, obviously there is the dancing ban is back for a week in public, but it seems like a sensible response considering the... Um, yeah, you know, those two mystery, well, not mystery cases, but they can't find the link to those two cases. But look, yeah. it looks pretty positive. There's been no new cases in the last few days. Yeah, it's pretty good. And it doesn't really feel as bad as like traumatizing as the first time. I think people have sort of got a bit of a, well, not a rhythm, but, you know, we understand it's something we just got to take on and do in, in a sensible way and not be, you yeah. Know, yeah. And it's, you know, it's we still like have we know what to do now and we just do it and that's it. And then, you know, usually within a few days, it's back to normal. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's good. Obviously, vigilance is still important. And and look, it's important to note that New South Wales Health keeps saying that anyone with even the mildest symptoms, you know, coughs, runny nose, sore throat, uh, please get tested. You know, there's so many testing centres now. It's so easy and it, it doesn't take long. So, yeah, it, do indeed. That. <laughs> we're, we're lucky that it's so, the test is so easy. I mean, we're lucky that way. Uh, so, uh, I mean, there, there's also, um, I would recommend going to check out the Sydney Central right now. There, there are, I love all the reviews and stuff that's happening because, you know, one of the great, one of the things I really enjoy doing is putting um, together the Out and About Guide, which is stuff that's happening in Sydney, but to also just get, some feedback on like is this show worth going to or not so check out the reviews yeah um, there's also oh, there's, some- there's fantastic there's a lot of fantastic reviews on the sentinel uh people like uh rita bratovich our arts and entertainment editor mm-hmm. people like gary nunn have been to see some excellent shows and done great reviews and what i really love to read every month as well is your what's on guide travis it is like the most fantastic guide <laughs> to oh, what's on you. it yeah and, trying um, to be as comprehensive as i could be but you know and try and get things that I know that will be surefire winners, you know. Uh, there's yeah. also, I also really love Corin Shearson's article on the underground band scene and the underground punk scene. I, it's nice to know, you know, that, that, that there's someone with their foot in the door there because there's, you know, it's yeah. a whole scene I'm not really fully aware of and there's someone making a documentary has written a great article on our site. There is, and, and, and um, Corin has interviewed them and um, he's done a fantastic piece on the underground music scene in Sydney. And that's the perfect segue into our guest interview this week. 
It certainly is. Uh, uh, this week we have none other than Corin Shearston, who is the youth editor here at the Sydney Sentinel. Uh, he's been a valued contributor since uh, almost since the beginning of the Sentinel. Despite his youth, he brings a wealth of experience to the Sentinel, having already racked up uh, journalism credits at the Hayes magazine, at Loud Online, which is a fantastic mu- music magazine, uh, also at the Blue Mountains Gazette. Uh, he's Corin is based in Katoomba and he's done a bit of writing for the Gazette as well. Uh, and he's uh, he's had considerable experience on radio. He hosted and produced a radio program for Radio Blue Mountains for three years. And when he's not doing all of that, he's also a passionate musician, particularly a drummer, and he plays in three different bands at the moment. So, Corin, welcome to the Sentinel Speakeasy. Thanks, Peter. Good to be here, guys. Yeah, Good to have you on board. Thanks for thanks for being here. Um, yeah, so, no, look, we... Um, you're one of the valued members of the Sentinel team. And, and as Travis said, you're already, you've come to us with, um, despite your youth, you come to us with a lot of um, experience. And Peter, we, we live in the same town and I actually grew up um, just down the street from you for many years, 21 years, I was in the same neighbourhood as you. We so- do. And I remember the first day I was here, I could hear distant drumming. And I've heard it since then, obviously many times. And it was you. I did, because for years I wondered, oh, is that it sounds really good and then obviously i found out later that it was you so um there we go that's right it's a small world after all huh yeah yeah so how did you find your way to the sydney sentinel peter messaged me on facebook one day (laughs) 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 and had Um, you been writing and stuff at that point and and you like yeah yeah. i had i had gotten a reputation as a as a journalist with the publications you mentioned and i had done a piece for peter before in the magazine about the abc cinema that's right that's that's i think that's how i first realized you were a writer because you did a feature on alphabet soup cinema which is a a film club a monthly film club that um i used to run in the mountains here and alphabet soup cinema was like an lgbt film night hence alphabet soup yeah you did a fantastic feature i was looking for a um youth editor and i thought of you that's great are you studying or anything at the moment i believe you're studying aren't you I'm in my second year of a Bachelor of Communications. Fantastic. Majoring in journalism. It Well, I commute on Wednesdays down to Kingswood in near Penrith region. Thursdays I commute to uh, Parramatta. Parramatta. So it's at, at Western Sydney University. Yeah, Western Sydney. So they've got a really good name. You often hear of them now winning awards, you know, for this and that. And um, how do you find them? Some of the teachers are really good. We had a good journalism event there the other week. Two women from quite up in quite high up in the media world um, sharing some tips about about it. Now Suzanne Dredge, um, she she was in um, the Middle East covering um, things to do with ISIS and actually oh, wow. uh, was involved in a documentary called The Orphans of ISIS. Yeah, right. Um, it says yeah. She received a Kennedy for her work um, investigating international drug syndicates targeting romance scam victims, and she's won three Walkley Awards, and she currently works for the 7.30 Report. Amazing. So, so, so tell me, like, while we're talking about that, because, you know, it's obviously that that's a that's an interesting story that excites you. Is there a particular, do you, do you have, like, um, what, what are your goals and dreams with, like, with, with your journalism work? Is that yeah. the kind of work you'd like to do, like, that sort of stuff you'd like to cover? What's, what's the goal for you? I'm still working at working some of it out. I presume, you know, a dream job for me would be to, you know, to get to get employment working for a for a top music magazine, like for instance, you know, Ultimate Classic Rock or Metal Hammer or Kerrang. Yeah, 
I can totally see you doing that. So then I might be able to just geek out about music all day, which we can get that. <laughs> which might be and, and speaking of music, Corin, I believe you are currently in three bands. Is that is that correct? That's correct, Peter. Three bands. What do you do in them? Like, do you play the same instruments in, in each band, or are you a bit different in each one? Or a lot of drums. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So yeah. tell us, tell us the name of the band. So, like, if any of our listeners out there that listen, they can they can do a little bit of a, a little bit of a sentinel stalking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> listen to exactly. your stuff. I've been in this group um, called Magma One. We're a metal band. Our vocalist these things about you know Vikings and werewolves and Nordic stuff. <laughs> that's that's yeah, great. Yeah, well dark pagan vibes and things like that and we gigged in the city we played at the vanguard the valve bar we're going to play at the lands down before covid screwed things <laughs> up but yeah that's my main band i would say magma one my other bands are uh, trash baby which is space pop rock so um, what, oh, i love what, the sound of that i know what is space pop rock that sounds fascinating so is it kind of like 60s influenced kind of stuff? Is that what we're talking about? Like that kind of really spaced out, psychedelic almost, or is that the kind of territory? Well, if you remember a bit of the sort of the dream pop kind of thing, there's ah, a thing I love called, that genre, yeah. Yeah, there's a thing called Bea the Doobie. Yeah, right. Uh, and she's a Filipino English pop star who makes some some nice pop recordings and that's the main influence on the lady who started the band my young friend taylor harrington who's 19 and uh-huh. moved to katoomba last year from lithgow uh and okay. in the and in, in five months of doing that she got her first band she did a live broadcast on the radio station she came second place in an activism themed talent show and won some money um, <laughs> love that and now we've, she's in her first band with me on drums and our friend Rian on bass. And we did our debut show for Youth Week organized by Mountain Youth Services team, of which the building, their building I'm currently residing in, in Katoomba. That's Trash Baby. There was a, there's a third band you were in. Isn't yeah, there? that's, oh, that's Ear Projector. Ear Projector. Ear Projector. Yeah. And what are, what are they, what are they about? It's sort of like a man-machine hybrid electronic elements in sort of an alternative rock trio once described as Marilyn Manson gate crashing a Beatles jam session. Oh, that sounds amazing. <laughs> that does sound amazing. So um, <laughs> anyone who wants to hear any of these, I suppose if we Google you, uh, links will come up on SoundCloud or Bandcamp, places like that. Is that? I haven't recorded anything with Ear Projector or Trash Baby yet, but there are some clips and Magma One haven't even done any proper recordings yet, but there are lots of clips. Okay. It's on YouTube and, and um, yeah. We'll keep people abreast of that as it happens, I guess. I don't you know, let us know. Just find all three groups on Facebook. So Magma One, Ear Projector, Trash Baby, or whatever cool. order you choose. We'll, we'll put that in our podcast notes. Oh, okay. Well, there's something, Corin, that we've got to, that we're both Peter and I are incredibly grateful for, and that is back in the midst of time, like we've been doing this podcast now for, this will be our 11th episode, uh, back when we were still brainstorming names for it, uh, it's your name that we actually use. So Sentinel Speakeasy, come, you, you suggested that name. You came up with that, Corin. Thanks, guys. My, my mom said I could work in advertising, but I, I don't hey, know. Yeah, <laughs> you definitely got it. Okay, you, you nailed it. I'm not you, a fan you did of immediately, like we were sort of like we were. I was sort of thinking, oh, we're going to have this big conversation and like, you know, sort of like um, brainstorming session. But like immediately, you sort of had this name. Well, very quickly, and then oh, that's it. Let's have that name. Yeah, um, and it was during our meeting. I remember we were like with the rest of the staff in our Zoom meeting as we do each week, and and it was just the moment you said it. It's like everybody just kept reverberating back and forth, and we were just like, yeah, that's the name. Oh, I'm so glad you guys like it. It was um just a just a, just a bit of a 
bit of a brainwave, I suppose. I don't know. It's good. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Fantastic. Since we're talking about the speakeasy and we're talking about the Sentinel, um, I thought I would ask you about, like, since you've been writing for us, have you, do you have any interviews that really stand out that are your favourites or that you really enjoyed doing and that all oh, ones that you're particularly proud of? Well, it was great to talk to Peter Black from the Hard Ons, well-known Aussie punk band, and to talk to Paige Hamilton from Helmet, who's an mm-hmm. alternative 90s metal band from America, um, and he toured with David Bowie, and talking to LeJean Witherspoon from Seven Dust, who talked to me all the way from Kansas on the phone. Um, oh, wow. There were some of the other folks I've, I've talked to over the years, and also Michael Smith from The Atlantics was, was a good interview. It must be so exciting to, to speak to people that you hold up as your heroes. Is that, is that, does, does it get, do you, do you get celebritis or do you like, just you nervous? <laughs> I always like to ask that question. Well, a lot of the time I've been recruited because there's been no one else to talk to these people and I've been there and I've felt quite surprised, but happy from the opportunity, which came to me and yeah. these interviews were from, for Loud Online mainly and for the Hayes Mac. Loud Online specialised in metal interviews and metal news album reviews and stuff like that and gig reviews. I did enjoy doing the, the most recent one I've done about um, Shay Fox and his independent film company, DMWEC Films, aka Drunk Monkeys with Chainsaws. He's been a videographer slash documentary maker in the underground city punk scene for, for the last couple of years. And he's made a documentary about underground Sydney punk. He interviewed me in Magma One at the Vanguard before we were going to play that night on the 10th of April. And so I decided, I thought, hmm, well, he'd sound like an interesting person to interview too. So hit him up and the interviewer became the interviewee and had a good chat to Shay, wrote a piece. So happy about that one. Um, I believe I called it uh, a documentarian of, uh, a rockumentarian of of like underground or something shenanigans, live, live shenanigans. Yeah. I like that. I love that word shenanigans. It's really- it, is good, it is a good word. <laughs> it covers a lot of um, a lot of different territory. That word. And <laughs> <laughs> it's nice yeah. to know that underground still, you know, really exists, and that there is that kind of culture going on. Because we live in this age of social media. You know, everything's online. There is no kind of like is is there? You know, are, are there subcultural scenes? And I think I'm quite excited by the the prospect of both the documentary and the fact that you're, you've reported on it. Yeah, stuff that not everybody has access to. You know? It's yeah, it's fantastic that in the Sentinel we can you know give voice to to people from the underground and from alternative scenes and and that's something you've done really well for the Sentinel, Corin. Well, yeah, I'm very privileged and grateful to be promoting all this cool stuff because look, I mean, people like Shay, they really have earned their due over the years. Lots of long train rides, physically carrying his camera around in mosh pits to film yeah. the action. You know, you know, yeah, it would be tough work. It's, it's violent, it's long, it's tiring, it's sweaty, it's it's hot, Sydney, live Sydney punk. So yeah. what can you expect, really? I've been, have been doing this stuff for years um, without much praise for their efforts, really. Yeah. Then just far too, oh, I'll buy you a beer. Oh, you're, you're, really, you're really good at that. Thanks, man. Oh, yeah, you know, you're, you're, you're a cool dude. I'll put you on the door. <laughs> I'm not in the weekend. Thanks for <laughs> doing that. I'll put you on the yeah. door. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
It's scared if people need more than just some exposure or a free beer or a mm. free at the door. Like, mm. as, yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's a really good point, Corin. That's a fantastic point. And um, uh, I'm, I'm just curious, uh, like, from your experience, both as a musician and as a journalist writing about music, particularly in New South Wales and in Sydney, what do you, what, how do you feel that scene is going? Because, you know, like, there's, it seems like there's less and less places to perform, or maybe that's just my, my interpretation. And also, there feels like there's a little bit of hostility, you know, in regards to like live music. And, you know, is, 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 it, is it healthy? Is, is it a healthy scene? Is it growing? I believe most of the health in the scene isn't being um, talked about or promoted because it's happening out of the radar of big venues yeah, and right. big yeah. corporate field. Mm-hmm. And by that by that extent, um, I'm also grateful to have talked about more people who are doing underground stuff in the city, mm-hmm. like my friends um, Lulu and um, Lulu Levin Ski Hill uh, and also in the Blue Mountains, Quinlan, Seminets, um, Queenland Cemented. I mean, there are some people doing some doing some cool stuff. Now, as far as the Sydney scene goes, mm. to that extent, I mean, most of the cool stuff I know about isn't really being promoted in mainstream media. Yeah. Is a lot of it is being um, still underground, and that's yeah. why it's so vital that we have people like Shay actually exposing this stuff. But on the whole, it appears that the state is slowly recovering back to normal mm-hmm. um, since COVID. Yeah, it, it does COVID. seem that way. Even after Morrison's bungled up vaccination rollout, people are really craving gigs. So yeah, uh, are there are there venues to do? Like, are you finding venues are receptive to that sort of thing? Even in the local scene, there are new venues that keep popping up, right? So yeah. it is thriving. It's it's actually getting back on its feet now. And this yeah. last week, we were back. There was a festival in Sydney called Spring Loaded. Ultimate throwback to the '90s. You had Grinspoon headlining, Friends of Rom, Jebediah. Wow. Um, tumbleweed. That's fantastic. Um, yeah, look, it, that's great that these things, we're very lucky in Australia that we are, you know, in a position to, to still be able to have these festivals and these concerts. And it does seem like they're increasing lately. So fingers crossed it'll continue that way. But, and Corinne, we've talked about some of the your favourite articles so far. I'm wondering who um, who's on your list, your to-do list? What are some of your dream interviews that you'd like to do in the future? Um, there are some, there are some people that I would definitely love to talk to. As far as dream reviews go, well, you know, I, my, 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 my thought goes to my musical heroes like Les Claypool from Primus, Tom mm-hmm. Waits. But there are some other people who might be cool to talk to even, like Friendly Geordies doing some stuff. Oh, yeah, from outside of the, the musical spectrum. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's be cool to speak to. Shanks, he's a bit of an influencer. He's got videos up of himself um, hanging out with Kevin Rudd, and K. Rudd, and deconstructing <laughs> propaganda. Yeah, he's quite good, actually. He's quite funny. He's funny and irreverent. It's quite, it's quite good. But in terms of sort of like a bit more getting back to reality, Willem Hendrickson is a champion. He, he's doing a lot of stuff in the local scene and he's um, trying to bridge gaps between the local council, um, venues, young bands, uh, yeah. corporates, do it all in the mountains, make it accessible from the grass, grassroots up. And mm. his, his slogan for his company, Retro Rehash, is... Grassroots grow small, grow tall trees. So he's he's he'd be a good person to talk to. I don't know. I found I found myself 
in terms of stories, referring to people who have made an impact in my life. So yeah, uh, yeah, of course, it has to have that synchronicity. When when it has that synchronicity with with you, it it has a really big impact. You know, one of the stories that I really love that you did was the piece on Sean and Marley. Oh, I love it. Yeah, totally. I'm so glad you brought that up. Tell, tell us about it's... Sean and Marley because they they're an amazing rap duo down in Penrith, aren't they? They're a rap duo of these two young Asian dudes, both living with Down syndrome. And they did a music video directed and produced with the music produced by a friend of Willem's actually a guy called Tim Hands. And they have a YouTube channel called, um, I believe, Get Down with Sean and Molly. And they have a rap group, rap video and a cooking video about how to make spaghetti bolognese. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I love it so random. Because there's also that Nate guy, you know, that's like cooking with Nate who's like death metal and cooking. I think this is a relationship between yeah, food, right. food and yeah, music. Of right? course, of course, the days of vegan black metal chef. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to find out about Sean and Molly, I literally just called up Willem and said, hey, man, what's up in the scene? And he's like, well, there are some people doing some stuff in Penrith. And I was like, oh, hmm, the plot thickens. Um, yeah. That was a good one. I also really like Mitchell Old, the Mitchell Old Company. The He's 19- the new. Um, that was a great piece too. It was that was about the the new theatre guy called Mitchell Old, who's putting on yeah. his own productions and and doing the musical direction for a sold out night of musicals, um, an adaptation of an off Broadway smash uh, yeah. at of nineteen in Castle Hill. Yeah, no, that was an amazing piece. And the fact that this, you know, a teenager is is literally kicking big goals in the theatre world. And he's definitely one to watch. That was one piece that you wrote, Corin, where I thought, wow, you've, you were there at the beginning, you know, in the future, he'll be a name. And you can, you'll be able to say, oh, I, I interviewed him as it was as he was starting. Thank you. Yeah, well, I hope I hope he goes a long way because there are these people who give me give me hope for the future. You know, there's, yeah. there's there's terms thrown around like doomer, and boomer, and people being not too hopeful about the future and the way the world's going, being called doomers. But a bit of the doom is lifted when you're inspired by some really cool people. So, you know, well, I tell I you, you're you're one of those people that gives us some something to hope for. You're, I you like are the stuff that you do, yeah. and it's just such a pleasure having you write for the, the Sydney Sentinel and to have you on the Sentinel. Yeah, it's such a pleasure to have you on the show. So thank you so much, Corin. And we look forward to a lot more excellent work from you in the um on the Sydney Sentinel in the future. Much obliged. Thanks. Thank pleasure. And that was Corin Shearston, the youth editor here at the Sydney Sentinel. You can find more of his fantastic work online at sydneysentinel.com.au. Now, Peter, I believe you recently caught up with one of our favourites here at the Sentinel, the one and only Mark Trevorrow. Tell us a bit about that. I certainly did. I, uh, we, we obviously we had Mark on the show a few weeks ago, but since then he's announced a new show uh, of his own called Viva, Viva Bob Vegas. Bob has just finished his run in Brisbane and he's heading back for more shows in Sydney. He'll be appearing on Sunday the 23rd of May at the Paddington RSL. So, yeah, I, I just had a chat with, with Mark about the show, what we can expect from it. It sounds like a wild show, actually. It sounds it fantastic. Him, yeah. Uh, and, yeah, and look, it was such a pleasure to speak to to Mark. I've always um, been kind of in awe of him because he's just so funny and just so talented, yeah. you know. And and so we spoke about that and and just a bit about his career. I mean, you know, and a few a few different things. Mm-hmm. So let's hear we, uh, we let's just hear a few snippets from it. And the full article will be up online at sydneysentinel.com.au uh, right. in the next few days. Let's have a listen. 
So Viva Bob Vegas. I love the sound of an old school crooner yeah. nightclub show. Tell, tell me more about it. Vegas Lounge Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because in the back, in the days, like, like I don't know how much it happens now, but in the classic days of Vegas, room shows were the you know mid evening shows. Then everybody, including the performers and all the stars that were headlining in the main room shows, they would all go to these lounge, wild, crazy late night acts. And people like Louis Prima and Francis Fay. Viva Bob Vegas, it's, it's, this is my tribute to those crazy, wild lounge acts. They were much naughtier and much looser and crazier than the, than the main. Than the main, show. yeah, okay. Yeah, so, so this is like the swing, wild swinging show with crazy comedy and, and a great swinging tight small band. Fantastic. I love the sound of the band. It sounds like it's going to be a real marriage yeah. of comedy and music. Okay, so obviously you don't want to give too much away, but can you tell me what a couple of the songs might be, just yeah, to give... Uh, the, uh, the, the Bobby Darren version of Hello, Dolly. Okay. Like Mac the Knife. Yep. Um, a bit of Wayne Newton, you know, Valare and Dank Pichon. Fantastic. Well, yeah. the, wow, okay. Uh, big Broadway medley, a huge Hollywood uh, mo- uh, songs medley. Um, a couple of a couple of Bob classics that people love, like Can't Take My Eyes Off. <laughs> yeah. Joker, you know, the... Um, yes, from, which is yeah. in uh, Kath and so Kim. I try, I try and, to throw in a few that people have heard before because they love hearing them again. Yeah, so it's and a good mix. A lot of new, a lot of new, well, it's hard to say new, new old, you know, a lot of new old stuff. Yeah, okay. Do you have any plans to do more as Mark well, like I that? I want to do another Mark album for sure, yeah. Well, I've got another whole show of songs now that, that we've done. I've gradually been adding songs to the Mark show. The one that I've been doing at Claire's Kitchen called Singing Straight. Okay. And, uh, I've got so I'm I'm intending to pick that show up after I after I do this tour and do the um, Adelaide Cabaret Festival in June. Fantastic! And, and so it's a combination. I'm loving doing both. I'm loving doing Bob shows and Mark shows because they're very different. And that was the one and only Mark Trevorrow. Sounds like it's going to be a great show, Peter. You know, Viva Bob Vegas. <laughs> It does. For more details on the show, um, check out our podcast notes and, of course, check out the article in the Sydney Sentinel. Well, that brings us to the end of the latest episode of the Sentinel Speak Easy. For more information on the contents of our show today and for a whole lot more content that we didn't go into on the show today, visit sydneysentinel.com.au. Thank you so much for joining us. New episodes of the Sentinel Speak Easy, the official podcast of the Sydney Sentinel, are released every Tuesday. So we will see you next week. We'll see you then. Bye for now. Bye. Mm.